let's always be a source of encouragement, like Paul. Let's be, let's be always an encourager. That's what you can read in Acts chapter 20, verses 1 to 6, as Paul was about to end his third missionary journey. Let me read our text today. Acts 21 to 6. After the uproar ceased, Paul sent for the disciples, and after encouraging them, he said farewell and departed for Macedonia. When he had gone through those regions and had given them much encouragement, he came to Greece. There he spent three months. And when a plot was made against him by the Jews as he was about to set sail for Syria, he decided to return through Macedonia. Sopater, the Berean, son of Perus, accompanied him and of the Thessalonians, Aristarchus and Secundus, and Gaius of Derby and Timothy, and the Asians, Tychicus and Trophimus. This went on ahead and were waiting for us at Troas, but we sailed, we sailed away from Philippi after the days of unleavened bread, and in five days we came to them at Troas, where we stayed for seven days. As I said, Paul was about to end his missionary journey, third missionary journey. And after he spent three years in Ephesus, this is what he did. He traveled north to Troas, across to Philippi, and south to Thessalonica, Beria, and Corinth. His primary reason for, for revisiting the churches he planted was to encourage them, to encourage the new believers. But he also collected donations for the believers in Jerusalem who was affected badly by the famine. Now we can read that in Romans chapter 15, verse 26. What we can see in the life of Paul is that difficulties and persecutions don't define him. It was his deep love for God and the gospel that drove him. That was his utmost concern. Nothing could stop him going around to the churches and encouraging the believers. It means that Paul was not affected by what happened to him, but what happened in him. As he encouraged the elders at Ephesus later, we can read that in Acts 20 verse 24. He expressed this commitment when he said, But I do not account my life of any value, nor as precious to myself, if only I may finish my course in the ministry that I received from the Lord Jesus to testify to the gospel of the grace of God. So Paul was really committed to pursue the will of God in his life. That even he, he said and he expressed that he did not count his life dear unto himself. He was, he was vulnerable. He was dispensable. As long as it will further the gospel and the kingdom of God, he didn't care. Paul takes a long way from Corinth to Jerusalem. Why? Because the Jewish leaders in Corinth plotted against him. So he could not sail straight to Caesarea Maritima. He stayed for three months in Corinth, but when he learned that the Jewish leaders was planning to kill him, he returned up to the coast to Macedonia, across the Aegean to Troas, and back down to the coast of modern-day Turkey, 
to Miletus. Then there he can take a ship to Judea. In other words, what Paul did has given us an idea and a principle that yes, God could protect us, but we need to use our common sense in order also to decide and what would be the best for us unless the Lord prompts us to do something else. Because later on, you can see that Paul was led by the Spirit to go to Rome where he was taken captive again. He became a prisoner there. But because it was the Spirit leading, leading him. Now, what encouraged Paul was the wonderful people and godly men with him. These men were godly men who were an encouragement to Paul. And these men came from all over the place, from Asia and even from Greece and Macedonia. They were together because of the gospel. Who were they? One was named Sopater. He was a Berian. He came from the city of Beria. And most likely, he was a careful, considerate scholar there. Aristarchus is apparently the same man who was caught in a riot in Ephesus, which we have learned earlier. We, we know nothing of Secundus. Gaius was from, was from Galatia. Galatia is in, is in central modern Turkey today. Timothy, we know Timothy, he was the young man that Paul met in Lystra at the beginning of his second missionary journey. And he mentored Timothy. And Timothy later on became the pastor of Ephesus. Tychicus and Trophimus were from the province of Asia in the southwest Turkey. And Tychicus became Paul's faithful messenger. In other words, Paul was surrounded with godly men who can help him. Needless to say, also Luke, who was the author of the book of Acts, that he was always with Paul during his travels. So let's always be an encouragement. Let's be, let's be always available for God to use us to be an encouragement, whether the words we say, with the lives we, we live, and even for spending time with others. Paul was not thinking about himself. He was thinking of the believers, how he could encourage them. Maybe that will be taken with the, with, with the same commitment and the same joy that we will think less of ourselves, but think also of how we can be a blessing to others. That's how Paul became a blessing because he was a man who was so committed to fulfill the will of God in his life. How about us? Are we committed to fulfill the will of God in our lives? Are we expendable? Are we willing to be stretched just for God to be honored, to be glorified in our lives? This cannot happen unless we are controlled or filled by the Spirit. Or may the Spirit will take control of our hearts so we can have the same passion with Paul. May God bless us. May God help us. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for this reminder today. Paul is really an example for us how committed he was 
that despite of what happened, despite of the hardships, he continued to be a blessing, Lord. Hardships and difficulties did not slow, did not slow him down. Instead, he became more aggressive to continue ministering to the churches wherever he went. And help us, Lord, to be like him. Oh, blessed Holy Spirit, may just take control of our hearts that we can have the same passion and love like Paul. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Mm -hmm.